0: Welcome to the Daring DVM podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to use psychology, coaching, and your doctor brain to rewire your mind and get what you want in life. I am your host, Dr. Amy Grimm, veterinary life coach, life work alignment pro, and UC Davis vet school grad. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to episode 16 of the Daring DVM podcast. Before we get started, this is your weekly reminder to please rate and review this on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. By doing this, you're helping me reach more people with this information so that they too can apply it to their lives and crush their goals. Also, Come on over to DaringDVM on Instagram and say hello. I love hearing from you. So today, I'm going to share my six-step process for setting and getting goals. Goal-getting is fun. It's rewarding. It helps you evolve into the next best version of yourself. It helps you create the life you want to live. I love this for myself and I love this for you. There's a couple of reasons that I love this process. One is that setting goals gives your brain direction. Having a goal helps create deliberate focus for your brain, which is amazing because when you give your brain a job, it really wants to go out there and do it for you. When your brain does not have a focused goal, And it's left unsupervised, it'll just fall back on old patterns of thinking. And these pre-existing patterns have not allowed you to reach your goals thus far, so they're going to continue to hold you back in the future. Or worse, send you in a direction you don't even want to go. Instead, when you have deliberate focus on a goal, When you focus your attention and concentration on something that you want, you are providing structure and supervision to your brain, and you are telling it exactly what to do and what direction to take. You can predict where you're going in life by what you are telling your brain to think about. Remember, your thoughts create your feelings, which drive your actions, which ultimately create your results. You are always the one creating your results in life. Results don't just happen to you. And this is why goals are so important. Because you are deciding what you want those results to be instead of just going about your life haphazardly and letting your unsupervised brain make decisions without any deliberate intent. Your brain is designed to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and conserve energy. So unless you give it something to focus on, it's going to keep you and your world small. Because it's been designed to do that in an attempt to keep you safe. The other reason I love goal work is because of who you get to become when you're working toward a goal. You will learn so much about yourself along the way. Your brain will show you obstacles and roadblocks to your goals. Your brain wants to play it safe. It doesn't want you to go after your dreams and desires because this will involve discomfort. But when you face those obstacles head on, then you begin to remove them one by one, and eventually you reach a place where you truly do believe that you have the capacity and ability to pursue anything you want to achieve. Setting goals and believing in them enough to go after them will bring up the thoughts that are blocking you from achieving a deeper understanding of yourself. It will bring up the negative self-talk. It'll bring up the self-doubt. And these are the things that you are using to hold yourself back and by working on these things you develop greater self-confidence and a greater willingness to put yourself out there and go after what you truly want in life. The final thing I'll say before we dive into the goal-getting process is that achieving goals does not mean that you will be happier once you've gotten the desired result. If you would like to explore this further, then go back to episode one of this podcast where we dive into the differences between success and happiness. What I will offer here is that every single one of our feelings, including happiness, comes from our mind. Our mind is just our thoughts, the thoughts we think that create our feelings. There is no happiness that we are going to find in our future that we don't already have now. This is so important to remember. Happiness comes from your mind and from your thinking. So achieving a goal or getting a result will not increase your capacity for happiness. It may affect how you think about success, but your capacity for happiness will remain the same. The point of having goals is not so that you can achieve them in order to be happier than you are today. The reason to have goals is because you want to evolve to the next best version of yourself. You want to fulfill a purpose. The way to do this is to constantly challenge yourself and I think goals are the best way to do that. All right, so now let's talk about How to Get Your Goals. The first question I will ask you is, do you even have any goals? Do you even think about the future in terms of what you want to create? Do you even allow yourself to want? Many people don't. They are so busy putting out fires and reacting to everything that's going on around them that they don't have a plan for what they want to create for themselves. They haven't allowed themselves to dream. And my friends, I dare you to dream. I dare you to dream from a place of abundance. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, many of us have only allowed ourselves to dream from a place of scarcity. Every time you have wanted something or imagined a different future, it is because you have felt that something has been lacking in your life. The reason this matters is because when you want something from a place of scarcity, you focus on the lack thereof. You don't have the thing you want. And this creates a disconnect between yourself and your desires. Because when you do dare to dream of something, it ends up being more of a reminder of what you don't currently have. It brings up feelings of negativity and scarcity because it makes us believe that we are lacking. People stop dreaming because they don't want to experience that contrast and that disconnection. They don't want to think about what they want versus what they have. So the first step in goal getting is to practice wanting from a place of abundance. An exercise to help you do this is to make a list of things that you want that you already have. Most of us don't spend time wanting what we have. We don't think of wanting as coming from a place of abundance. We think of wanting only as getting something that we don't have. We are so often taught that what we want in our lives is because of something we're lacking. So if you don't feel happy, the narrative is that you should strive to get something to make yourself happy. And that, my friends, is the problem. This way of thinking creates a problem that will never solve itself. And that's why you're always going to feel like you're on this hamster wheel of chasing happiness and the things that you want in life. So the first step is to really practice thinking about things that you want that you already have. For example, I really want to be with my partner. I love being with my partner. I want to be with him and live with him and travel with him and go on adventures with him. And I do. I want to have two dogs to complete our current family. And I do. They're both seniors now and winding down, and I love getting to experience this part of life with them. I want to be a life coach for veterinarians and to help them create the lives that they want to live, and I want to be a veterinarian And practice medicine in a way that I love and that is meaningful to me. And I do. So that's the first thing. Practice wanting what you have. My challenge to you this week is to make a list of 25 things that you want that you already have. Sit with those things and really tap into the feeling of wanting. What does it feel like to want these things? It's very different from just being grateful for those things. It's a different kind of energy. If you want to, and this is a fun exercise to do, you can also make a list of 25 things for which you are grateful. When you think about these things and tap into the feeling, the vibration of gratefulness in your body, notice how it feels different compared to the vibration of wanting. This is so fun, and it's a cool way to help you learn more about experiencing your own feelings. Now, another tip to getting your brain to want from a place of abundance is to feed it a little goal sandwich, a little sneaky sneaky snack. This is where you add in things that you want, but don't yet have. You add them to the list of the things that you want, you already have. So take your list of 25 things that you want and have, and after each one of those things, add in something that you want but don't have yet. So by the end, you should have an alternating list of 50 things that you want and have and want and don't have yet. This exercise helps get your brain into a space of abundance so you can think about what you desire but don't yet have Without immediately jumping into scarcity. By celebrating what you already have, your brain will start to feel more positively toward what you don't have yet. Imagine that you are already in a place in your life where you have everything on this list. How do you feel? What are you thinking about yourself? How is this future version of yourself different than who you are today? Use these questions to tap into the energy of wanting and having. Now, step two of goal getting is to pick one of these goals and make it as specific as possible. Talk about your goals to yourself in the first person and tap into the energy of it already being done. Give yourself dates, timelines, cost, actions. So, for example, don't just say that you want to run a marathon. Instead, say that in 2024, I will have run this specific marathon on this date, and I will have completed it in this amount of time. Allow yourself to stretch here. Dare to dream big. And write it down. Once you've written it down, it suddenly becomes real outside of your imagination. And this is so powerful. Put it on some sticky notes around your house or in your car. Set a reminder to pop up on your phone daily. Whatever you need to do to keep your brain focused on it. Now, here's the thing. As soon as you do this, create your list from abundance, pick a goal from a place of abundance, make your goal specific, imagine that you've already created the result, your brain is going to freak out. It will want to know, how are you going to do this? And the truth is, you don't know yet. So you're going to start questioning yourself and doubting your goal and overthinking and worrying and second guessing yourself. And this is okay. This does not mean anything has gone wrong. It's just part of the process. If you start to experience these negative emotions, it means you are doing it right. If negative emotion doesn't come up, it probably means that you're not really challenging yourself or pushing yourself beyond your current comfort zone. Your goal is not big enough. Your brain likes to conserve energy. And one way it can do this is is by creating a whole bunch of obstacles to prevent you from going after your goal in the first place. So remember, at this point in the process, you don't need to know the how. Your job is to focus on the what and the when and the amount, if applicable. Now your brain is going to work against you for a bit. It's going to offer you a bunch of negative and self-limiting emotions because you're going to have thoughts that you haven't typically had. You don't yet have strong beliefs to support your goal. And that's the point of having a goal. It's not what you get from achieving the goal. It's about who you become. You come up against your own fear, your own self doubt, your disbelief, your shame, and you process through them. You will learn. You will learn how to process through all of these negative emotions, you will learn how to pay attention to your own mind as you go through the goal setting process. You will identify thoughts that hold you back, such as, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm confused. Maybe I should wait. Maybe I should do something else. Maybe this isn't right for me. You will learn how to accept and challenge these thoughts so that they no longer block you from your desires. You will learn how to tap into your own potential. You will learn how to set and get your goals. You will learn how to create the life that you want to live. Negative thoughts and emotions are all part of the process. It doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. It doesn't mean you have to change anything. What it actually means is that you need to evaluate your thinking. I like to do a process called a thought download. And this is step number three of the goal getting process. I write down all my doubtful thoughts, my fearful thoughts, thoughts that question my ability. I know that my brain is offering them to me to try to protect me. So I just wanna see what they are and write them all down. Then what I do is I imagine that I have already accomplished the goal. I go to my future self who has already gotten the goal. As my future self, I look back on the thoughts that I just wrote down and I address them from a place of the goal already being completed. It's a very powerful process and I highly encourage you to do it too. When you look at these thoughts from a place of knowing that you have already overcome all of these obstacles, they suddenly don't feel as bad. It's easier for your brain to challenge them and for you to see how these thoughts are all optional. They are just thoughts you are choosing to believe now. Because if you didn't believe them now, then they wouldn't be holding you back from getting your goal. These thoughts are just part of an illogical process that happens in our brain. We have to acknowledge them and pay attention to them in order to move through them. What I have just described to you is step four of the goal getting process. Get coached. This is the section where you can either work with a coach or self coach. If you self coach, it's just the process of acknowledging and paying attention to these thoughts from a place of already having overcome the obstacles. Step four is the place where you change your beliefs about yourself, where you become the person who you need to be to accomplish the goal. Only once you have become the version of yourself who believes new thoughts, will you become the person who achieves the result. From this place, I create my action plan, which is step five, the how. You are your future self, has achieved the goal. So now, you create your action plan by going backwards. How did I achieve this? What was the last step that I took in order to get here? Once you've answered that, then, what was the step just prior to that? For example, if you want to create a niche position for yourself within the veterinary field, you first have to become that version of yourself before you know how you got there. So what was the final step I took before quitting my current job and starting my new position? What did I do just before that? What training or certifications did I complete? What equipment did I buy? What conversations did I have? What research did I do? Where did I move? And you just keep working your way backwards until you get to where you are today. You will be so blown away by how much wisdom you're able to give yourself. Part of your action plan will involve learning how to do new things. The secret here is to get specific. I don't know how to start a niche specific practice is vague and very different than saying I don't know how to create a website for my business. During this process, there will probably be some things that you just literally don't know the mechanics of. You don't know how to set up a website. You don't know how to market your service or how to make and close a sale. These are all just questions waiting to be answered. Don't let your brain get stuck by telling yourself that you don't know how. Instead, write down all the ways that you are going to figure it out. Tell yourself, This is how I will solve this specific problem. You have an amazing, capable, resourceful doctor brain. You can figure out anything. Maybe you decide to take a course on how to create a website. Or maybe you solve the problem by hiring someone. Whatever it is, you can always think of a next step. Learning how to do things will be an important part of your action plan. And breaking them into small steps will make this so much easier to do. So, if your goal is to provide a mobile veterinary service in which you travel to different veterinary hospitals and specifically perform dentals and extractions as your niche, and you want to have this business running within a year, then start by breaking it down by month. Start from month 12 and work backwards. Then within those months break it into weeks. The more detail you can give yourself about your action plan for your goal, the more likely it is that you will achieve it. In coaching sessions, we get really detailed. You will eventually be scheduling your action items on a daily basis and moving through them one step at a time. When you're at the beginning of this process, it can seem pretty overwhelming. And something that really helps with this is the concept of do-goals, which is our final step in the goal-getting process. This is something I learned through the teachings of Brooke Castillo at the Life Coach School. In its most basic sense, a do-goal is what you do to set yourself up so the chances of not getting your result are super slim. For example, if you need to hire a receptionist, your due goal could be to interview 100 people. The chances of finding someone for that job are pretty good if you're willing to interview 100 people compared to only 5. A due goal is pretty much guaranteeing that you're going to find someone for that position. The same applies to running that marathon in 2024. Maybe your due goal is to run a minimum of 3 miles a day. If you consistently ran three miles a day, you would be in a much better position to complete a marathon than if you only ever occasionally went on a run. Or another example is if you're trying to find a partner, setting a due goal of going on 15 dates a month is going to set you up for a much different experience than only going out on a Friday night. How many people are you willing to meet? How much time and energy are you willing to put into dating? How many times are you willing to be stood up or to endure a really boring conversation? If you set yourself do goals, you will have a better shot at getting the result you want. And as a bonus, your motivation will increase too. Just try it out. Play around with what could be a do goal for a goal that you have. One of the things that is so amazing about setting goals is not necessarily what you achieve when you achieve the goal, but what you learn along the way. As you are going through the process of getting your goal, you're overcoming your doubts, your fears, you're becoming the person who takes action, you're putting yourself out there, you're meeting people you wouldn't have met otherwise, you're experiencing things you wouldn't have experienced had you not set this goal and committed to your due goals to get there. If you go back to the example of interviewing 100 people to fill a receptionist position, you will meet 100 new people. You will learn to look for candidates outside of your typical avenues. You may find someone who is a great fit for another position within the hospital. You may learn about new skills that you didn't realize you would actually love this person to have. If you meet and interview candidates off-site, you may go to new places or coffee shops that you haven't tried yet. You may not end up employing any of them, but you'll have a much clearer idea of the candidate you're looking for. And you will probably learn things about yourself during this process, too. What will you get really good at? What will you learn about interviewing and hiring? What will you learn about other people? There will be so many byproducts that you can't really anticipate before you start working towards your goal. When I first decided to create a new role for myself within the veterinary space, I had no idea it would lead me here. I had no idea that within that process, I would discover life coaching and I would learn to manage my mind. I had no idea that I would start a podcast and start helping other veterinarians in the way I do now. I had no idea I would learn to build a website and learn how to be better at networking or to overcome my own thoughts about being an imposter. I had no idea I would learn to work with my perfectionism or start a business or become a sponsor for events that promote mental health or meet all the amazing individuals that I have met along the way. These are all strategic byproducts I have from my goal of wanting to become a relief veterinarian who offers surgical services to hospitals, and from the do goals I set myself and the massive action that I took to figure it out. And that is what I want to invite you to do. I want to invite you to dream. I dare you to dream. I invite you to get detailed and write it down. I invite you to allow the fear and the doubt to come up. I invite you to write down the thoughts that create those and take those thoughts and coach through them from your future self. I invite you to access the wisdom of your future self and how you were able to get your goal and then break it down into an action plan and crush that action plan by making do-goals. In that process, whether you achieve that goal or not, you will become a more evolved, truthful version of yourself because you will have to go through the process of facing yourself and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. That is what I want for all of you. What you want in life is really important information. Your goals, your dreams, give you the roadmap to the life that you are meant to live. Okay, my friends, I love who you are, and even more than that, I love who you are becoming. If you would like help in learning how to set goals and actually get them, then I would love to show you the way. Come coach with me in my Daring DVM coaching program, which you can find on my website, www.daringdvm.com, or send me a message on Instagram, at daringdvm. I am so excited to meet you there. Dare to dream, and I'll see you all next week. If you love what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come check out the Dare to Dream coaching program. It's where you can get individual help applying the concepts to your own life. This is where you can learn new coaching tools not shared on the podcast that will up-level your life even more. It's where I help other veterinarians who are struggling, just like I once was, to create and cultivate their dream life. Helping you is my favorite thing to do, and it will change your life, I guarantee it. Come join at www.daringdvm.com. That's daringdvm.com. I cannot wait to meet you there.